Good evening, everybody. My name is Jake Danum with the Cannabis Radio Network, and this is another episode of Your Average Joe Grow. And today, we're making waves. It's happening. It's really starting to spread across the country. Congrats to Michigan. You guys have gone wreck, and that's just awesome. Even though the stores I read aren't going to be open until about 2020, they got the ball rolling. They're starting to do their things. We actually have an awesome caller. That's going to be calling in today. He reached out to me the other day. He's a caregiver right out of um, out of Michigan. And uh, we have a few things that we're going to go over for you before he calls in. Um, and one of the things I want to start doing every single week, and I, you know, I'll get a lot of feedback on this. It'll be interesting for you. We're going to do like a strain review. So we have a few different strains right here in front of us. And um, a few of them are actually the strains that we grew this summer. And as we all know, the last month was tough but you know we may do the potency is great um and it's outdoor we also have i have one specialty indoor that my buddy gave me um so we're gonna start going over there's the first one that we have and you can you know i get a lot of the information you can get right off leafly.com if you're looking for strains and if there's a specific ailment that you're looking for or a medical benefit, or if you're looking to make you something more uplifting. But prior to buying a strain, you can go right to leafly.com, and they will let you know what you got going on. So one of the ones we got, and good thing we got our good old Switcher app here, so I can go ahead and show you guys what we got. So the first one we have here is the good old Amnesia Haze. And you know what? Let me get... Another light out here for you guys, so you guys can see what we got going on with this. I gotta hold this one off. I can get this thing to work. That flashlight. All right. So the first one we have is the Amnesia Haze, and this one, um, you know, it's outdoor weed. It smells awesome, though. I gotta say, it really smells taste the potency this is the stuff that we grew um out in the deck this year and we have some general information i'm going to read off to you actually so amnesia haze <laughs> we have it is what is amnesia haze with earthy flavors of lemons and citrus amnesia haze is a perfect strain to start your day with a smile the uplifting, energetic buzz is one you won't soon forget. Its genetics have been traced back to South Asian and Jamaican land lace strains. And this Cannabis Cup winner was first in 2004, first place Sativa Cup in 2012, and has since been popularized in coffee shops across America. Or uh, Amsterdam, rather. And, you know, some of the effects that you would feel from the Amnesia Haze is it's definitely a happy strain. When you smoke it, it's definitely like an up and atom. I know this personally. Uh, the euphoric aspect of this is through the roof as well. Um, it's a very uplifting ha high. So if you're smoking this, going to like if you're going to a social event, something of that sort, where you don't want to get couch locked or any of that sort, this would be this would be a good strain for that um, as well. Um, so the energetic, so it is you know quite an energetic. It's about fifty percent energetic, and then. The relaxed, it's not really a relaxed strain. Uh, it's more of your sativa-based, sativa-dominant, more up-and-atom kind of thing. And what's great is this new little thing they have with the, um, the leaf leaves. They talk about the growing aspect of it. We do have seeds available. Feel free to message us. I have the amnesia seeds feminized, ready to go. Um, so with the difficulty of it growing, they have easy, moderate, and difficult. This one's a moderate one to grow. Um, I personally say it's not too hard to grow. I've grown a lot of it in my day and, um, it's not, it's not too bad. Uh, I'd be happy to help you. Feel free to message me and you know, there's, it's certain strains do like certain climates and, uh, certain climate conditions to make it a little bit better, but amnesia haze hasn't been too hard for me to grow, but right here it has difficulty on a moderate, um, the height of the plant, you have 30 inches to 78 inches. But that, if you think about it too, that you got to take that in retrospect. Basically, that's just letting it grow. I mean, you, as these, you know, we, what do we do? We want to be training them down. You really want to open the plants up, and with doing so, you're going to get more coming out the center growth. Um, so yield, it's got a high yield. Um, this is based off a two-foot plant. It says the yield would be about three to six ounces. I don't really know how they correspond those two together i would say personally the yield on the amnesia haze is 
it really goes hand in hand with, you know, there's so many different factors that you can put into it to get an ultimate yield. And a lot of it, once again, comes down to opening the plant up while it's in veg, making sure it's getting that inner growth in there. And you can almost, you can make your own yield on it. I mean, there's different, there's going to be difference those in like the stock of the buds, how full it is. Sometimes you get, you get a stock, but you have a bud here, a bud here, a bud here, then one cold at the top. And then sometimes you have one long stock. So that is a factor with it. Um, and then we have here on the stretch of the plant. And basically what they're talking about the stretch is more or less once it goes from flower and then you switch it over to 12 and 12 and then your plant is going to stretch. And usually, ideally, it's going to stretch about another third of its growth. So if you had a three foot plant or rather if you had a two foot plant, it's going to turn into a three foot plant. Um, and then what else do we have here? We have the... The flavors of it are earthy, piney, and I'd say that's pretty that's pretty on point. It definitely has a distinct flavor to it and taste, so that's always a good one. So that is your Amnesia Haze. Moving forward, we have here, which one do I want to do next? We have the Sugar Shack. Now, this is another one that I grew this summer, and let's get the switcher out. We got the light over here. We also got our new jars in. So this one is the Sugar Shack, and I've um, I've been a fan of this one actually. It's very let me focus in there. Pungent smell to it. Once again, this is outdoor grown, so obviously, especially with the weather we had this last month, it beat it up a little bit. But all in all, it came out very well um, for the conditions that we had to deal with, and you know the climate that we had to more or less sit in. It did very well. Make sure you put your tents up, all that fun stuff. But this one, as you can see, hold on, let me uh, get it under the light. I can get the better picture here. It almost makes it worse, to be honest. But as you can see, it's quite crystally. Um, the smell from this, it's kind of got like a, uh, smells almost like the name, sugar. It's got a sweet smell to it. Um, hence it's Sugar Shack. So what do we got going on with the Sugar Shack now? We have, so, so this is going to be more of an indica-based, um, strain. It's going to be more helping with stress, insomnia, pain, inflammation, fatigue. Um, if you're very stressed out, this one goes right to the top. It's going to give you a case of the bleep it's, I have to say the fuck it's, but it basically makes it so you just, you're going to be just kind of vegged out. You're not really going to be planning on doing much for the rest of the day. Uh, insomnia, it's going to help with sleeping. Um, any pain that you have, it will help with decreasing any pain. Those, I mean, these are like, basically it's going to put different attributes of and different medical benefits of what it can do. And we'll put the top different things on Leafly where, you know, you're going to find those ailments. So it's going to help with uh, insomnia, pain, inflammation. So if you're... Uh, Go to the gym if you're sore, things of that sort. It'll help with the you know, recovery. And then also, um, it has on here fatigue as well. And one of the things, I actually kind of disagree with this because whenever I smoke this, I am just kind of going to bed. <laughs> it's not really much. And so what we have for uh, flavors, it's a sweet, piney, and a hint of woodiness for the flavor, which I'd have to say is pretty, pretty close for that. And then Sugar Shack is a moderate indica dominant hybrid, great for nighttime or evening use. The strain provides with a mild head and body heavy sensation. Be careful though, because too much Sugar Shack will put you right into sleep. If you're looking to increase appetite, Sugar Shack is also a great strain to try. I agree. Every time I smoke it, I get in a fight with my refrigerator and I lose every time. <laughs> it's rough. So this isn't quite one of my favorite strains just for that simple fact right there um like the name it suggests that this strain strains features a slightly sweet taste and scent that verges on piney and herbal a good strain for beginning cannabis users sugar shack is mild yet gets the job done i have to agree with them on that aspect all right so we got the sugar shack um what else we got on here we also we got a um we got a review so nice smoke, a little bit piney, but has a nice finish. Lemony sweet, blasted one of my bipper and sat down to dinner. My thinking was clear and elevated. My body felt good and warm. It's kind of a cross between couch glue and 
ambitionary, which you'll make great plans to do something, but also may not. So it gives you uh, basically a case of procrastination. And sound and high stress might wig you out in a funny, not scary way. My smoking buddy was eating ice cream, and he continued to eat all the ice cream. <laughs> Some of these reviews. Okie dokie. Um... Another review is smoked and grew this for years. A very standard strain of weed, even if a little base gets. So basically, you know, it's basically a moderate strain. It's not your top, top shelf strain, but it's also an easy one to grow as well. Um, this one didn't have... So this one didn't show how easy it was to grow. Some of the... It's a new feature they have on Leafly, and some of them they have information about that. Some they don't. Uh, let's see. Now this one we have over here is Critical Sensi Star. Now, this is a plant that my buddy grew. Did a great job with it. Um, I smoked a little bit of it last night. It was good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, you know, I'm not going to lie to you at all. I mean, it wasn't my favorite. Um, I'm more of a up and at them. I like smoking stuff that makes you just kind of happy and moving forward. This was more of like a um, couch potato kind of strain, but which is great for the medical benefits, though, for a lot of people that are looking to sleep or if you're looking to eat and you can't eat, if you have pain, things of that sort. So let's see what we got here. So, all right. And it's a beautiful bud. You can see, let me see here. Yep. So this is the Critical Sensi Star. And if you can see, it's nice and, uh, it's definitely nice and crystally and whatnot. The smell from it is, it's got a nice smell to it for sure. Nothing too crazy. This is also grown organically. And one of the things I've noticed when growing organically, the potency, the smoothness of the smoke are always through the roof. But one of the things that it lacks, I've noticed, is the smell isn't as pungent. It's not like when you open up a jar of some crazy weed and it almost like stings your nose. It doesn't quite have that, but it does smell good. And it definitely is very potent. It's for The potency is definitely through the roof. So what do we have for Critical Star? So the Indica Heavy Cross, originally bred by Delicious Seeds, is the love child of Critical Mass and Sensi Star, known for producing exceptionally sticky buds. Critical Sensi Star is typically short and dense in stature, which is true because this is definitely a nice and dense bud. Um, zesty hints of citrus fruit like lemon and grapefruit mixed with strong skunky odor to complete a or to create a com complex flavor combination. The relaxing effects will help any consumer find their happy place, even when coping with insomnia, muscle spasms, or high stress levels. So this particular strain, I definitely, so it's indica dominant. I would definitely highly recommend this for something at the end of the day, um, going to sleep, hanging out, watching Netflix, whatever it may be. That's going to be your one for this. Now, with the effects of it, it's relaxed, sleepy, tingly, happy, and uplifting. Now, the relaxed and sleepy is through the roof. Those are all the way up the charts, and I'd have to, have to agree with that. I smoked that at the end of the night, and uh, I didn't last too long after it. Went right to bed. Now, the tingly, happy, uplifting... Um, I don't know if I'd really agree with tingly. I don't really know what they're going with that, but maybe somebody else, everybody's different. Everybody gets affected by different strains differently. Um, happy and uplifted. I was chilling. <laughs> I felt pretty good. I mean, I was hanging out. It wasn't, um, it didn't make me feel depressed. I mean, I was good. So... And then also we have uh, the grow information on it. So with the difficulty of growing this, it's easy. This is an easy strain to grow. Um, the height of it, once again, we're talking about if you're going to train your plant, you can make the height wherever you want it to be. But they have here 30 inches. So it makes it seem like this will grow more of like a small little bush, which is nothing wrong with that at all. Um, the yield, it has a good yield on it. Um, it's at the top of the charts for the yield. And the flowering on this is seven to nine weeks, which is... Which is pretty standard for any indica. Indica is usually around eight weeks or so, so seven to nine, you're right in that category. Um, okay, so that is the critical sensi. So actually, you know, we have a few more things. Um, so this, the flavors, we have lemon, skunk, and a tobacco. I don't like the tobacco part, but the skunk and lemon sounds great to me. And let's see what we have for reviews. Um, perfect for my lower back pain. 
legs aches, also great for relieving stress and anger. So this is going to be, you know, part of that indica. Now, our second one is, <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> so everybody, everybody's different. So, I mean, I would, I would rate this. If I had to rate it, I'd give it like a one out of 10. I'd give it a six. And 10 being craziness. Some crazy, crazy, crazy. And unfortunately, we don't have any of that craziness right here, right now. But next week, we definitely... And we definitely will. Um, and the last but not least is a strain that my buddy created that I grew over the summer, the Purple Madness. Um, they don't have this on Leafly because it's a strain that he actually created. So I'm just going to give you my little forte on it. Let's see. So this is nice. Let me see. I need to get the light on so you can see the purple. Yeah, it's a definitely purple bud. Um, outdoor grown. Let's see if I can focus in on here. But as you can see, definitely, it's straight purple. And I would say this one's got a great smell. It's got like a berry, like a berry-ish blueberry smell to it, which is very nice. Um, smoke is nice and smooth. I'd say it's kind of uh, like a 50-50 for uh, like a sativa rather than indica. It's more like, it's like you're neutral. It's like a hybrid. It is a hybrid. So it gets you baked, it gets you moving, but it doesn't like really dramatically lean towards energy and or dramatically lean towards indica sleeping and whatnot. I'd say it's like a good afternoon smoke kind of thing. Um, and we do have seeds of this available as well. If you have any interest in this, feel free to message us. We'd be happy to help you out. Um, a few more things I want to talk about before we cut to a video. We have our weekly video coming up, and that is basically I got the trellis in there. It's looking pretty sweet. And um, just some weekly tips for you guys to follow up. But one thing I want to show you guys real quick is I have, so three of these over here are vegging. And I brought one of the ones out that are flowering. Now they're in, I flipped the lights over uh, the day before December. So they've been going for just about a week now. So usually it's about 12 to 14 days before you can start seeing the white hairs, the pistols coming out. And that's basically where all your flowers are going to pop up. So let me show you real quick. So, all right, so these are, these are vegging, these are vegging, and as you can see, opening up the center, we got new growth coming up, especially this one, let me get this one over here, I actually got to prune this one a little bit, but as you can see, opening this up, you got new growth in here, all, all centered growth, and that's just by opening this stuff up on a daily basis, just bending them down, give them a little bit of yoga, a little training each day. And this one over here is the one in flower, and you can just by this picture right here, you can tell where they're gonna pop up. So for instance, right here is starting to pop up, and you have, you can, you can start to see the little white hairs in here, and they're starting to pop up. You can just tell. I mean, you can look at the difference. Look at this one right here, and then like look at this one over here. You can see the difference in colors and the tops, and that's where all these are gonna come up. So like right here will be a bud, that'll be a bud, that'll be a bud, and with the opening this up, you're getting all this new growth right through the center here, which is awesome, and I'm excited about it. We have all these different strains in there in different heights, so we're gonna show you that in this video right now, and we'll be right back. When we get back, we're gonna have Ken, caregiver from Michigan, right on the line, and we're going to talk about what he's got going on. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is that time to get the trellis in here. We, I got some of it started already for you, so you can take a look real quick. And basically, all I'm doing, I'm going to do the last one for you, just so you can see exactly how, you, how it's done. I don't want to sit there all day long and bore you guys with the video, but basically, you're just taking a loose string, as I can show you over here. Basically, you're just taking a loose string. I cut it directly. This is your average Joe Bro, so you can use whatever you want. I took the excess off of this, cut a little bit of a string. Now, all you're going to do, I just tied it directly to the pole. I also have some handy-dandy Gorilla Tape because it's my favorite and it works the best. And basically, as you can see, you got three corners in right there. One of the main things you want to do prior to doing this is make sure you have the right height and they're all the same height as well. So I just use this for a marker. I mean, this is where they connect. So you can just kind of go down that far, do the same thing on all four sides, and you're going to have it nice and even on all four sides. Um, so those three are down, and I'm going to tie off the third one, and then I'm going to go ahead and get the plants in here. 
and show you how to start weaving them in. Really, they're gonna start growing into it. So it's getting this up right now. So basically, I'm just gonna, you wanna make sure, one of the main things you wanna make sure is it's tight, really tight, and it's not gonna be going up or down because as the plants grow up, they're gonna put a little bit of pull on it. So you wanna make sure that it's nice and secured down. So this is tied off right here. Actually, the first thing you wanna do is make sure that's not gonna slide on you. So just take a little bit of tape. I like to split it in the middle just a little bit. I'm just gonna wrap it around. And then you're gonna go ahead and just get that on one side. And then you're gonna go ahead and get it on the other. Make sure it's nice and tight in there. All right, so now that's secure. It's not going up, so you don't really need to worry about that. And if you want it, you can double layer it. You can do as many as you want just to make sure it's not moving. So these are all around the same height now. Now, I got my excess here. So now you can see the grid. You got all these little squares everywhere. And these are where all the buds are gonna go. So this is just gonna be simple. You wanna pull it tight. And I am going to just pull that in there. Just do your standard sailor's knot or whatever you're Whatever's a good knot for you to do, I just do a regular knot. It's not going anywhere. Let's so do one, two, do three. That, I'm gonna cut off. You don't have to do this, cut off a little bit of the excess. And then I'm also gonna do, just to be safe, I'm gonna do one more layer on top of that. So it holds in. that nice and tight nice and secure and basically I'm not gonna do it right now take too much time but basically you just get some scissors I have these ones those are really meant for this um, you're just gonna cut cut off the excess right here so you have basically basically it's gonna go to right about here you want to leave a little bit of room in the outsides um, and you're gonna cut this right out now what I'll do let's flip this up for right now and now I'm gonna start getting some of the plants in here. And what's gonna happen is they're gonna grow right into it. But with these, you know, they're a little low and you can use whatever you want. So I'm just going to more or less. And as you're doing this too, make sure you take your, your get down, clean your tent out. It's always good, cleanliness is very key. And with this, now, these are gonna grow up. So I wanna, I might get this a little bit higher as well. Ideally, you wanna have it be all around the same height, but it's a little, a little difficult with what we have here because we have all different sized plants and you just gotta kinda of MacGyver it the best that you can. So, get this under. And as you can see, this one's, so this one, see this head coming through right there? That's already coming through a little bit. So you want to get the one in the back a little bit higher. You want them all to be around the same height. Now, as these grow, they're going to want to grow up. You want to be able to weave these in. Ideally, you want to have a head, one head in every single uh, square here. So as these grow, make sure that you're, you know, weaving them in and out. So ideally, you want to have... An even canopy across the top and every single one of these squares has a bud a bud a bud a bud fill in all those and if you have it a nice even keel nice canopy it's going to they're gonna grow better rather than having them staggered all over the place if you have all at the same height they're gonna grow a lot better for you so let's see we got this one over here and as you can see they're moving right along nice and healthy so, I'm actually just lift that up. Now this one was one of the ones that was the height of it was a little bit more than the others, which isn't a big deal. So what you're gonna do, these are gonna keep on expanding out, right? So you wanna get these down, 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 down. Now as these are growing, as these are growing, so say for instance you got this head right here these are going to move right up that's going to move right up 
this one's gonna move right up. You're gonna have buds right in here. And it's great because the net's holding them down and they're all getting the light all at the same level here. Now something like this, this is gonna keep growing a little bit more. So I'm gonna tuck it under to get like over here to maybe get to this pot over here. Same with this one over here. See how these are close together? Split that up. So you got one over there, you got one over there and so on and so forth. So you got this one, same idea. Get that one, get that one and that one. And as they grow, just train them. That's all you gotta do. It's just as it goes, fit them in where they need to be fitted. And um, you're gonna be a happy camper once the final thing's done. I gotta say, this is my first time doing this trellis work. I did it over the summer more or less with the bamboo sticks as you guys saw. Um, but you know, I've had a lot of, I've been to a lot of them. It's really not that hard to figure out. And if you want the ultimate yield and the biggest butt buds, you don't want to get any of that little stuff on the bottom. You want nice big buds. And that's about it. I mean, basically you're going to, I'm going to get these other ones in here. As you can see, you know, I might as well finish them all up. So on the other side, these great handy dandy grow grow tents here that we have, you can go ahead and get in the other side just as easy with the other door that they have here. And these things are gonna stretch, they're gonna move, they're gonna move right on out. So this one in here, and then this one. Alright, so I'm gonna do more work and cleaning these up. I'm not gonna bore you guys with some of the dumb details. This is really just the more important stuff that you wanna be able to see. So, these ones still have some more growing until they reach up to it. And what you can actually do though, is you can fill this stuff with a few different things, maybe underneath it, you can get some pots, you can do a few little easy things. And you're definitely gonna to wanna to do that with these as well. So it's gonna be the same idea with these as you get them up to the right height and um, they're gonna fill right in for you. And just think about it like this. Every single one of these needs to be filled up with something of this sort. So like this is over here. I would put this one over here because you have this one right here that's gonna shoot up and that can go in here. This one can go over here. This one can go over here. This one right here can go over here, so on and so forth. Um, that's about it. You're basically just gonna fill up the whole grid here and you're gonna get the maximum yield with doing so. One of the other things is getting the vent. I didn't have this in yet, it's very important. You wanna be able to get fresh air in there. Um, and this is actually going to be hooked up to a carbon filter that I forgot to bring over today, but that's gonna be on next week's episode. And that's basically, basically this is gonna sit right on top and it's basically a fan that you're gonna have right here that goes into a filter and what that will do is it's gonna sell, it's gonna suck out the smell, is one thing. And then also at night, when these plants transpire, they give off humidity, a little bit of moisture. That raises your humidity levels dramatically. And if everything's stuck in there, that's not good. So what this will do is it's gonna suck a lot of that air right out and get a lot of the moisture right out of there. And ideally, you want to get another vent in here coming from, if you can get from outside, you may need fresh air. That's where photosynthesis happens. So if you can get, and if you, if you can, you should get another one of these or yeah, cause there's more vents of this on the other side as well. And you're going to want to get fresh air coming in. I mean, if you can't do that, if you don't have access to it, just open some doors, some windows. So these can just get some air in here on a regular basis, the best that they can. And, um, I mean, if you have a window, crack the window a little bit, make sure you're seeing, you're paying attention to the humidity. Now that these are in flower, you want the humidity, I like right around 45%. Uh, between 40 and 50 is ideal, and you want your temperature to be high 70s. And that's about it. All you're gonna be doing for the week is, you know, at this point, I'm adding a few different things to it. Um, the tribulus, or tribus. I'm actually trying this stuff right now, and it seems to be working great, to be honest. Good old fish shit. <laughs> This stuff smells so bad, but I gotta say, it's gonna be worth it, because I, I noticed like a difference in like a day with that. And then I'm also using just a little bit of, um, 
CalMag. You can get all this stuff. All this stuff you can get right at Anthony's at Green Harvest Hydroponics, CRN15. Get your 15% on it. It's like a one-stop shop. Anything that you need is right there. So I got CalMag. I'm adding a little bit of to um, get some calcium, magnesium. And then also sugary. This is basically, it's a sugar for the plants. What this does is it adds flavor, smell, taste, all those different things into your bud. And the last but not least is a little bit of guano. And this is going to increase your yield. Um, so you can get all these, like I said, right at Anthony's Green Harvest Hydroponics. He'd be happy to help you out and uh, get your discount. That's basically about it. So you'll see the progress next week as how these kind of grow into. It'll be a week later. I'll show you guys exactly how to raise them up. You can use anything. Just make sure it's clean. That's very important at this point. You don't want to be getting any mildew, any of that stuff. So that's basically it. I'm going to cut these off. I'm going to cut this off and... That's it. <laughs> Once that's cut, he's gonna start going and just like the same thing over here. You can see him kind of being weaved. You got heads right here, 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 here. This one could go like on this side kind of thing. And you just wanna fill up, you just wanna fill the grid. That's really your goal here. Make sure that these are tied down tight because as the plant grows, it's gonna put pressure on the net and you wanna make sure it's not sliding up. It's gonna mess you up. That's about All it. All right, and we are back and as you guys can see that trellis work there as you start weaving them in and out of each little pod in each little section there is really going to be your ultimate yielder and or it's really the proper way to do it because you get the even even uh spectrum of light on a canopy of uh green there the sea of green and it gives it a an even growth throughout the whole thing so we have that's basically you're just your weekly up at we also have um we got ken our caregiver from michigan ken if you want to say hello <laughs> hey Ken. So you're over there in Michigan. What happened over there today? You basically had uh, you had uh what is it? Go legal, right? Yeah, we're recreational now. Recreational. And now we talked the other day, you reached out and um so you're a caregiver over there, correct? And how did you get into that? Yeah. Tell me tell me a little bit about your story here. Well, I started with the medical, but uh I started with medical because I hurt my knee playing hockey years and years ago. And, and I, I went through the whole opiate thing, you know, doctors loaded me full of those. So, it, you know, at, at some point early on, I realized that, that marijuana, cannabis, whatever people want to call it, it, it does something for pain. But it does. You don't have to have it all the time. So, from there on, I, I, I kept using it. And as, as it went medical across the United States, we lucked out. In Michigan, it was back in 2008. So... I was able to switch right over to medical marijuana, and pretty much it, it takes care of most of my issues. So now, have you been growing since two thousand eight medically? Uh, off and on, yes. Oh, awesome. Yes. Oh, okay, keep going. But, but lately, yes, yes, uh, I've been growing all the time now. But I, we started back then, yeah. All right. So I had I had a very good friend. He's he's passed now, but he he was one of the first growers that I that, you know. We've grown. We well, it's past past the limit of stat, statutes right now. But when you were a kid, I mean, we, we popped seeds. I mean, I was pretty young when I did my knee. I was I was sixteen years old. No oh, wow. In high school hockey. So I blew it all the way out. I mean, I've had like six six or seven knee surgeries now, and I've had the knee replaced at this point. And now, and now, um, but, cannabis helps a lot. I'm assuming, right, with pain. Yeah. Sure. It helps a lot, especially That's especially awesome. hash. Bubble hash, okay. What about the dabs? You into the dabs and the shatter and all that? If you want something to really take your head off, smoke yeah, some of that. <laughs> I, love, I love those too. They don't do as much for the pain as the bubble hash. I'm not really that, honestly, I'm not that much into the shatter. I feel like it's like the crack of weed. <laughs> like, it's, like, don't get me wrong. It, can, it tastes so good. But I have like lungs of like a little kid and I just cough my brains out and I just... I'd rather just roll up a joint of some killer. But anyways, continue. It's, it's just those trichomes, you know? I mean, you're just smoking the trichome at that point. <laughs> it's, it's pure, so yeah, it's pure. <laughs> exactly. You know, well, you know, no matter how they make it, it's, it's pretty much the oil at that point. So, yeah, I understand that. Um, and, and that's great in concentrates, et cetera, too. Sure. So, um, you know, and we, we do a lot for, for, like, you know, cancer patients where we use RSO. So, okay, um, and that's one of the things with, with what I'm growing is I'm trying to develop strains that go for certain things of that nature. 
not just that, but you know, have, have, have a lot of medicine, medicinal value to them. So yeah, it's more or less a medicinal based plant. It's almost like uh, like the Charlotte's Web's plant is like the best CBD plant you can grow, but you're not growing that to smoke and try and get high. I mean, that's more of a medically no, based no. plant. I always thought, you know, let somebody steal this one, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to rip a plant? Go ahead. Yeah, take that one over there. Take Lucy. She she got to go. Um, but, yeah, it's you know, I mean, I, I have a strain that, that I grow from alpha chronic like that. You know, it's called Tesla. It tastes like gobstopper. It's pretty cool. It tastes like a gobstopper. You know what's crazy to me, right? Is you think about it, like, how do they? instill a flavor from like an outside fruit like you got you got blueberry you smell the bag and it smells like a bag of blueberries and i'm sitting there like how do they do that or if you got strawberry cough or you have pineapple express whatever it may be but it can add your grapefruit kush is another big one where you smell it and it literally smells like a grapefruit or it smells like a blueberry or a strawberry or a pineapple like how did it's just you know, the goji berry, it smells like, I guess, goji fruit from what I've, I've been told. It's, it's nuts. It's amazing. It's just interesting and all of the above, and it's only going to continue to happen with all these hybrids that are coming out. Like, uh, I was smoking yeah. some cookies the other day, and I, I couldn't stop yeah. laughing when I smelled like it smells like a gingerbread cookie. It really does. Yep, yep. Yep. So that's... Pineapple Express. I mean, the old, you know, everybody knows Pineapple Express. <laughs> just like the movie. I mean, it tastes like a pineapple. I had one cut of you make a hybrid you can still cross that hybrid and you can cross that hybrid and it's like endless and it's almost kind of like don't get me wrong my mom for some of these hybrids are coming out with are like ridiculous but it's almost like they're getting away from like uh like it's hard to find a pure like a real sour diesel these days or a real purple haze or a real pure strain it's hard to get a hold of those seeds and or cuts or clones or whatever you may call it and uh, in a way, that's kind of sad. That. What's that? We're going to work on that with, with land races. We're going to work on that. Yeah, exactly. The land race the strains. Land race, the land race society, yeah. Absolutely. So we're, we're working on that. Uh, we've, we've, had, we've had Facebook groups, and they were pretty big, and Facebook deletes them. It, it just comes down to that. So we're going to build a website. <laughs> yeah. People can come, and, and you know, they can become members. They, they can understand it. And what we, what we want to do with that is to keep people to rebreed the land races to themselves as well. Sure. To keep those alive. Because like what you were saying, all those different flavors, they came from different land races from around the world. Yeah. I have one that's called a Nepalese watermelon plant that's crossed with one of the CBD varieties of the hemp from Colorado called uh, Auto 2. And then that cross made what was called a box. And it smells like the watermelon plant still, but it makes the whole room smell like watermelons. Really? I mean, no, no, no THC smell to it too, because it's like CBD. Percent. Yeah, point three percent THC. Uh, Twelve to seventeen percent CBD. So you know what's funny is um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like back in, uh, it's like this is all new stuff now. You know, like back in like when I was in high school. Yeah. Years ago, it's like you got a bag of weed, you took what you got, and that was all it was. And I remember this one particular time. We didn't know that. You didn't know that. And I remember this one particular time. I had some stuff that smelled awesome, looked awesome. I can't wait to roll this up and smoke it. I remember I smoked a whole blunt of it, and I'm just like, I, I don't feel high off of it kind of thing. And I remember it was like a big complaint. Everybody was like, I don't... I don't get high off of it. And it just goes to show, if I could take that plant, right, and I could throw it in a machine, I can almost guarantee, based off the look, the smell, and all the different attributes to it, that the CBD levels and all the other medical benefits in it were probably through the roof, and THC was probably at, like, 0.01. Yeah, 
And you know, you don't like back in the day, you just didn't hear about it. You never heard about fecal oil. You never heard about, um, you know, shatter. Shatter has been like kind of a new thing in the past. Yeah. RSO oil, Rick Simpson oil. It's all, and it's only just going to keep evolving and evolving and evolving, but it's kind of crazy how much has come to fruition in the past, you know, 10 years or so, if that, yeah, Yeah, 10, 10, 15 years. Our state watched that happen. I mean, California was already going. You know, Colorado was already going. And one of my friends had moved to Colorado, and we watched him get legalized there. Yeah. Now he's back here in Michigan. Because <laughs> it's but so saturated, it, or? It just keeps going, you know? Yeah. And what was that? Is it saturated? Well, I'm just saying, so, like, a lot of, like, even over here, um, a lot of dis- people that are opening dispensaries here in Massachusetts, a lot of them are from Colorado. You know, a lot of them basically opened up their thing out in Colorado. They saw the wave there. They probably made a ton of money. And and at this point, it's saturated. I mean, I saw something the other day in Oregon. They had ounces for 40 bucks, eights for five. It's kind of like you can't even, it doesn't, the sliding scale of what it costs to grow it compared to the lights, nutrition, and all that stuff. It doesn't get any cheaper to grow it. Electricity bill is still the same, but the prices keep going down. So it almost comes to a point. Exactly. So it's almost like only the the only people yep. that are going to be really successful are going to be the and ones that are doing a like, mass scales. And the only, only issue I've really seen was they opened, they they okayed only a couple dispensaries, but now as they're opening them, they didn't okay the one processor to start. That was a problem. There's no labs to test it in. That was a holdup over here in Mass. They had no labs. Um, That's what we have over here. You can have 12 per household, um, 6 yep. per person. So if you have two residents, you can have 12. If you have one person living, yep. you can have 6. And you can get a lot of – you can grow a lot off a plant. Depends on how big of a pot you use, how you train it. It's, you know, it's – How long you ve- – exactly. How long you veg it. You can really have a heck of a plant. I mean, Indeed. Indeed. For sure. For sure. Um, well, we have um, – Go ahead. Yeah. Now, what do you? So, what? Like, tell me a little bit. We have a video we're gonna play in just a moment. We have some pictures that have been playing of your plants right now. And um, what are, you know, what are some of your favorite strains? What are you yielding off a plant? What kind of pots are you using? Okay. Um. First of all, almost all of that's organic. Okay. Well, all of that in in the pictures is organic. So super Um, soil. I rarely. I. I. We. We do on occasion do some hydro. Okay. I tried to use organic, just super soil, yeah. You know, I build my own. Yep. You know, I use all, all, all organic nutrients, you know. Sure. Buy it in a box. I don't buy it in a bottle, you know. You put the powders in and mix them up, and, you know. That's basically it. Basically, everything you find in, you know, that and teas. I, I do feed them teas as well. Teas are great. They really are. They really and, are. And they are. I mean, you, you can sit there and watch them in bed with the tea. You give them tea one day, and the next day you look. And you notice a difference. Oh, perky. You do, and you can see, like, you, you can see them give an inch or two in growth sometimes on it. When you can notice a difference in one day, keep doing whatever you're doing, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I mean I, I'll top them, and they'll, they'll have a good inch there the next day, and it's like, wow. So It, um, it makes it exciting. Know, that's what we're trying to do is, is just do organic right now. Um, if you go bigger, I, I'm sure it's not going to be easy for somebody to do these big, big, huge grows organically. It's, it's no, see, I mean, I, that's one of the things we do is we tour different dispensaries and whatnot, and a lot of them are set up. I mean, that's way too many plants to just water. So basically, they have you know irrigation or drip system set up, and they have the nutrient line, everything mixed with tanks, and it's basically yep. like water time on, you know, nutrition time on, off, and the next yep. thing you know, you're all set. And honestly. It if you can set up, I mean, depending on the size of the grow, I just have a tent growing right now, so it's easy enough. I can just do it by hand. But if you have a you know an area that's like even like a ten by ten or twenty by twenty area that you're growing in, it's not a bad idea to do the little bit more work in the get go, rather than having to do all this extra work um, throughout the whole grow. You know. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it definitely helps. You know, I mean, and depending on how you're growing and what you're growing for. You know, you were talking about trellises when I came in with your intro. Yeah. I mean, in, in some circumstances, you need to trellis to grow. And yeah. If you have less plants, it's always better. You get better yields because 
you don't have to have as many plants and you just spread those suckers out. That's it. I mean, some of the strains, like like those the, the goatee strains are, you know, those are those are Nepalese type strains. They're they're very viney. They were used to growing in the Himalayas. See, that's another thing too. You know, I learned when I went to a dispensary when I was uh, went down Northeast Alternatives. One of the things that they were saying was actually very interesting to me is certain strains will grow better and more or less adapt with the other strains in the room. And it's almost like if you had three different strains in the same room growing, they all kind of feed off each other a little bit. And one of the things I've noticed throughout grows I've done. They can tend to look like each other a little bit. They can take on the attributes of the other plants as well. Um, and that was one of the things he was, you know, uh, one of my buddies was saying down in the dispensary. is see that thing that trees do, where trees will get near each other way up in the, in the spring. Yeah. But they won't ever quite touch each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Cannabis is a little bit greedier. So it'll be a little bit greedier for that sun. And it'll, it'll round each other out. But they'll still play that game where... This guy goes makes, or you know, this girl goes close to this girl and makes. They, they start sort of move and sway like that. It, it, they grow. It's kind of odd how they do that. Yeah, exactly. It's but like really uh, dominant. She'll just run right over them. I've seen it happen over and over. I've had them take over a girl room where where one plant just goes insane and it's you know as tall as the ceiling and as wide as two thousand watt light. So it's like what in the world, man? And yeah. The point you get into bloom, you can't. Keep you can't cut it back. Well, you could, but... You don't really don't want, want to. <laughs> you know what's funny? is because I have these... I have these in the trellis. I have these in my trellis as well, and I'm kind of like... <laughs> kind of laughing like these are going to grow. Probably past where they're going to need to go. I just wanted to make it... It was a little more so, just so I could fit it into each little pod. If I had to cut a little bit out... I just got to cut a little bit out. It is what it is. But right now, they're fine. They're moving right along. Um, so I want to hop right into, I mean, we have, you got you guys got legalization going. You know, some, I have some, a printout right here. Basically, some of the laws you guys have. So adults 21 and up are, uh, are able to permit, are permitted to possess and consume marijuana. Uh, you're up to have two and a half ounces. And you can possess and transport it at any time. So you got two and a half ounces on you driving around. Uh, you're going to have up to 10 ounces at home. Um, amounts higher than two and a half ounces must be locked away. So you got two and a half out on the table. You got your other uh, six and a half up in the vault. And then you're going to have up to 12 marijuana plants can be grown at home more with a proper license. And with your license, how many plants can you do, you said? We can do 72 if we have That's crazy. 72 plants? You're like a small dispensary. That's a lot. How many? How big is your area that you're growing? How big? I, well, I have like three, three to four rooms. It depends on what I'm doing at the time. Sure. Um, usually, usually a bedroom or two, and then two bloom rooms. Um, and it can be from you know ten by fifteen to ten by twenty to twenty by twenty. You can do some things with that for sure. You can definitely do some things so, with I mean, that. And, and you know, I mean, actually seeing that it, it went wreck, some people stopped growing just because of all of the issues that come up with all the laws change. It's, it hasn't I been easy here in Mass, I, either. I've got a room full of lights people give me right now just because I don't know what I'll do with them. They'll tell me and give me the lights. It's like, okay. All right, overstock.com. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, it's, you know, with that many plants, you could, if you were trying to run all of those at once. 72 plants. I mean, you can, you can, you can do some things with that 72 plants, for you sure. If you have the room. have a big room. Well, big room, big electric bill. The caregiver laws they had is so we could only possess two point five per patient at any given time. Mm. So we were we had what we would call a Michigan pound. And then what we would do is perpetually grow. So you always got some in beds, you always got one clone in here and there, and then you always got some in your, your bloom room. And then two or three getting ready to go in the bloom room. Yeah, I mean and ideally you want four rooms. You, know? you have you have your babies, yep. and then you have like your uh your toddlers, your teenagers, and then you have your flower room. You so you can constantly be cycling them in and out, and yep. you can be harvesting every month. I, I have a buddy that harvests every two weeks. He's pulling them out every two yep. weeks. I'm like, what do you have, 14 more uh, rooms yeah, back yeah, there? What the heck's going on? I've done it every two weeks, every week, you know? All right. Just, every week, wow. That's, like, I mean, you can also stagger them in, too, based on, like, uh, this one's at five weeks, this one's at six weeks, this one's at seven, that's at eight. 
You know, so you could be pulling them out that way as well too. You can get tricky with it. There's a lot of different things you can do. Of course. You move this strain in, and you know that what that mama did, so you know what the, what the colonopic did, etc. It's like, okay, so this one's going in, but she needs a lot of food right now. She's going in. Let's boost her soil before we throw her in. Yep. Throw her in. The next guy goes in, or the next girl goes in, you know. We know that, that, that she she's a white eater, so, you know, you're, you're not going to give her much. And then the next one going in is... You don't even know if it's a girl or a boy yet. So, <laughs> see, I like to see. I have a I have a ton of feminized seeds. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're a caregiver, so you, so you do do you cross strains and make create your own strains as well? Yeah, and that's that's what we're doing right now is crossing a lot of stuff. See, that's why you need the males in there. It's fun. You know, it's. Do you get them tested? Do you get your plants? Te- do you like do you? So when you when you create a new strain, are you getting that plant tested so you could find out? That's awesome because you're gonna see the new. That's awesome. Because, I mean, you just really can't go blind at it anymore. No, well, at the same time, you might, you know, you might hit a diamond. You never know. Like, one, like... You, you never know. You know, a negative and a negative might make a positive. You know, <laughs> you just don't know. You yeah. don't know with them, really. I mean, honestly, you know, you, you, you look at them, and you're like, okay, so I'll, I'll try three or four of these seeds, and we'll see what it does, and, you know. Roll the dice. You're on string, you know, from something you're on crop, you, you cost, and... Sometimes the first two are just duds, and the third one is just a monster. And sometimes they all just go insane. Yeah, especially going from seed. seem to grow really strong, too, a lot of times. Especially from seed. I mean, a lot of these are all from seed that I have right here in the set right now, and it's just like kids. Yeah. Some are going to be freaking on the, the you know, some are going to be playing in the band, and some are going to be the, the quarterback for the, the head school, you know? For high yep, school. Yep, so yep, it's yep, like yep. you never know what you're going to get. I mean, some are better than others. Some aren't, you know. That's and it. Well, with the CBD, you really have to do it because you can't tell. I mean, there are tests you can do, cheap tests. Yep. You know, you want to really go have a, a you know a full spectrum test on it. You can go ahead and do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, you could have like you, you literally said a diamond in the rough. You can have something a superstar there that you never. It's like the um, some of these like Gorilla Glue. Gorilla Glue is a hybrid. It's like a. Winner now, Sunset Sherbert. That's a hybrid. It's a winner now, and that's just. I mean, those are some good strains they're crossing to create that in the first place. But like Sour Diesel, that's a hybrid. It's across the two different things, and uh, you know, the, it's like that, that girl moved back with the Jamaican. Uh, it's called Midsummer Dream from Bodie. Yeah, and it just has these huge buds on it. And I was like, hmm, what's, wonder if I can get some of that glue, the glueiness from a glue to hit, hit some of those huge buds and. See, it's exciting. It's fun. You never know what you're going to get. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, Ken, we're kind of running out of time here. What we're going to do is um, we're going to go ahead and play your video. We don't have much time. We're actually going to end the show right here. I want to thank you. Congratulations uh, on going wreck over in Michigan. Uh, my name is Jake Gannon with the Cannabis Radio Network. This is a uh, episode of your average show, Grow. Yeah, where you at? MedicineManGenetics.com. Yeah, yep. You heard it here, folks. So, All right, well, we are going to... You, go ahead. I, I'm looking forward. I'll, I'll give you... I'm going to get back all of you when, when I get the land race going. Awesome. I, I would love yeah, to... Uh, you guys have been doing this for years and years and years and years. So. I love it. I, lo- I have a ton of seeds myself. I'd be happy to trade whatever it may be, and let's make some yeah, things happen. So. Awesome. Okay. All right, thanks for calling in, Ken. You have a great night. You, Jay. Take care. You too. And we are going to wrap that up. That was Ken from Michigan, caregiver, great guy. And he has a video that we're going to end the show with here today. And this is basically his grow room. Enjoy it. I'm going to see you next Tuesday at 7 p.m. My name is Jay Cannon with the Cannabis Radio Network. And you have a wonderful night. So this is inside a bloom room. Okay. For example, this one here is a Jamaican indigo. Or Jamaican Dream, 
to make an indigo dream basically across a blue dream and a Jamaican hash plant but that's one of our one of our new strains that, that we're creating this one up here you're gonna see the lines because I have magnetic balance uh, but anyway this one up here is called the goji 13 this actually right here would be the mother of it sadly lighting is issue right now so I mean it's a good sized plant I mean hey those stakes are over six foot about six and a half foot so anyway she's a pretty good sized plant we fennel hunted her from many plants we, we found that you know we wanted to grow this one because she had characteristics that, that beat others uh, let's see here there's one more of her, her children right here this plant and I'll get better video and see if he wants to have me back some other time but this is what I can do for right now and let's see here here's another one this one's a good medicinal plant uh, the person that created this, it's called Tunnel of Love. Uh, it's got Chocolope in the background, but it was created for autistic people because it helped them in the autistic spectrum. And as you can see, she gets big buds. That thing will just, it'll get two, three times that size. This is about halfway through. It's got about four more weeks to go. Uh, for example, that one's got about four more weeks to go, too. This goji we were looking at a little bit ago, this thing, it's got less than about, it's got the end of the week. She's already in flush. A lot of her hairs are turning red already. If we were to get in and look at the trichromes, they'd be partly cloudy at least, if not mostly cloudy. Some maybe even turning amber for sure by now. So, but... Like I said, uh, here's another plant. I mean, we're getting out of light here because we're getting to the edge. It's time for the lights to go down. But anyway, this one, she's not a real big plant. She's a cush. She grows small. She's an indica. Whoops, almost dropped there. But she is a special plant because she is good for most stomach issues she will start settle stomachs uh, she was created by sub TGA subcool back quite a few years ago now I'm pretty sure um, but she's hard to find even but she's really good for gastrointestinal um, they they suggest her for Crohn's if you know somebody with Crohn's but anyway that's basically one of my small grow rooms um, that one right there is goji 13 again it's the Jamaican Dream crossed with the Goji, OG, and I mean, she smells like berries, skunks, not like your regular OG type Kush actually. So she's got a very unique smell. Uh, she usually is around 25 to 28 percent THC. Anyway, that is one of our grow rooms. We have other rooms because we breed plants, and we've got to have other rooms to bring the males in. So, sadly right now, though, the lights are out on those rooms. And again, that's the Jamaican royal dream, basically. She's royal because she turns purple. Her mama was uh, indigo a dream, so her father was midsummer Jamaican midsummer dream which was Jamaican hash plant crossed with a Mr. Nice 88 G13 hash plant from back in the old days. Classic plant. Everybody everybody that's bred knows who Mr. Nice Shanty Bob is. Anyway, thanks for watching. We'll see if I can get this loaded up too. You really can't see much on it. This is a CBD plant. It's actually the Jamaican Dream crossed with another strain called Tesla. And 
Sadly, she's not in flower right now, so I really can't show you what she does. But people have a misconception about CD, CBD plants. This plant gets huge buds on it. The CBD isn't just in the leaves or the stems. It's in the buds. And when you get the buds going on this plant, it gets huge. As well, they get full of resins. So I just wanted to real quick show you, you know, a CBD plant looks just like any other marijuana plant. If it's full CBD, it just won't get you high. If it's partial, say 50% CBD and 50% THC, it's like a THC plant, except for it has CBD in it. So anyway, this is another of the goji. Goji 13, actually. It's a different phenotype. As you can see, she don't look as big as the other one, but she's only halfway done. So, eventually, she will be. As you can see down there, I grow in dirt. I build my own dirt. It's all organic. I don't use bottled nutrients. Unless I have to, in, in cases, in some certain circumstances, such as hydro, we will use bottled nutrients. But in this room, there is no hydro, so in this room is our organic room. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Organic dirt.